Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Draft Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. Well, this is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Well, dear friend, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia, currently ministering uh, in the Seventh Adventist churches, uh, both Melrose Park as well as Sinai. And uh, here on this radio program, we are excited actually that you have tuned in wherever you might be uh, for the next hour. We'll be discussing on a very important topic. And, and I'm so glad that you have actually tuned in to Faith FM. Uh, this week, we have been covering the theme, The Bible, Jesus and the end times. Uh, for the topic for today is the question, apocalyptic books, should they scare us or should they scare me? That's the question, obviously, that we'll be answering. And once again, I'm always, uh, uh, uh delighted to have, um, uh, co-hosts such as Pastor Hugh, uh, uh, you know, join me on uh, some of these uh, important uh, discussions. And once again, I want to uh, welcome Pastor Hugh to the program. Oh, it's wonderful to be here too, Fabiano. Thank you for for having me, and uh, it's great to be with our listeners on this really important topic today of uh, Jesus and the end times. Wonderful. Yeah, no, that's great. And uh, for those who are tuning in for the first time, you can actually get the Faith FM app, or you can go to uh, faithfm.com.au, and you'll be able to follow previous programs, uh, recordings, uh, presentations, even from uh, different uh, stations around the country and uh, different ministries uh, on various topics, health, prophecy, uh, uh, many other wonderful things. And so we are thankful and grateful, really, that uh, that uh, we could actually uh, have this time with you as we delve deep into some fascinating stuff today. Now, obviously, uh, before we get into today's topic, it would be really good to just look at what's happening around the world, just so we can uh, maybe dialogue a little bit. Uh, and um, before we plunge into the topic for today, uh, before we do that, I just wanted to uh, uh, inform our listeners that um, uh, you can actually subscribe to Signs of the Times, uh, a wonderful publication uh, that uh, uh, speaks on relevant topics, current uh, uh, trends uh, in history and around the world, both in culture, uh, faith, uh, science, uh, just giving a balanced perspective on the world and the uh, and the events of uh, of our times. Uh, also bringing in an element of faith so that way we can put it we can put everything uh, into a proper perspective and so highly recommend that uh, there are wonderful wonderful tons of topics there um, so however I'm going to shift to a different uh, news outlet uh, Christian headlines uh, and uh, this I've been wondering okay well what are some exciting stuff that are being published out there um, and um, well today I couldn't find many but I found something quite interesting which uh, I've seen uh, uh, people speak about recently and and this is about you know the issue uh, or the war I should put it actually between uh, Russia and Ukraine um, the uh, the header to the topic that I was looking at says why world uh, why World War three will not start in Ukraine so I, well, that captured my attention because I know that there's a number of people, uh, from different, uh, uh independent, um, journalists who've been, uh, I guess, probing that maybe, uh, there could be a World War Three. Now, that would be terrible. And, uh, 
hope and pray that that doesn't happen. In fact, I pray that the war that is happening there in Ukraine could just stop. Um, so this is what the author had to say. He says, as the war between Russia and Ukraine officially turns a year old today, uh, obviously this was published on 20, the 24th of February, uh, he says a popular question among many is whether we are witnessing the start of World War Three. After all, it has already become the biggest ground, ground war in Europe since World War II and shows few signs of slowing down anytime soon. In his address to the nation earlier this week, Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin uh, stated that uh, his government will place a greater uh, emphasis on nuclear testing and development in response to Western involvement in the war. Uh, to the end, Putin claimed that the country was preparing to deploy uh, its Summit silo-based intercontinental ballistic missiles sometime this year, nicknamed Satan-2. Each of these missiles reportedly has the capacity to launch at least 10 nuclear warheads uh, at, at different targets. It's believed that Russia tested these missiles earlier this month and that the test failed, though their defense military has not commented on the veracity of the report. Obviously, from what we have read here, uh, it's a long article, and I'm not going to read the whole uh, article, and one that I highly recommend because I think the uh, the author uh, uh, tries to uh, help people understand uh, the spiritual implications with, I guess, uh, some of these things that are happening around the world, uh, and uh, especially when we uh, become very fearful at what might happen uh, and how that can shake our faith. Well, not necessarily shake our faith, but just, uh, I guess, uh, puts our focus in the wrong place at times, uh, though these things are, are serious. Uh, um, and so, yeah. Um, now, interesting how people choose names. Uh, uh, Pastor um, Pastor Hugh, Satan too. Yes. I, well, I thought we were we were in a wow, post post modern world, like we like we have nothing to do with the Bible, right? <laughs> it's quite interesting. Yeah, I just I just find it interesting how um, uh, time time after time um, uh, the so called uh, post modern people, uh, uh, the ones who are taking the no religious box, or uh, those who do not want to be associated with anything. Uh, spiritual, uh, well, not spiritual, but biblical. Yeah, they just can't get away from some of the language that come from scripture. I don't know if you've ever heard, um, uh, how, um, yeah, it's almost like the Bible provides the vocabulary for expressions in, in most cases, mm. uh, amongst people. I don't know if you've ever had any experiences or if you've ever heard, uh, but yeah, certainly I've, I've noticed that from time to time. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Isn't that extraordinary? Yeah. Satan two. Right. I mean, Satan one's bad enough, right? But <laughs> exactly. Satan two. I mean, how bad must Satan two be? Uh, yeah. But but what a what a uh, I guess almost a pompous and arrogant name to apply to a, a missile, mm, mm. Uh, one that can cause so much destruction. That's right. Uh, I, I suppose it sort of tells us something about the intentions uh, to some extent behind of it uh, that we're going to cause as much mayhem and uh, and havoc and um, destruction as possible uh, those who are wanting to deploy such a missile but yeah. look uh, you're right to say that it, we are we, regardless of the times in which we live yeah. whether 
we're talking about modern, postmodern, highly secularist, or whatever, uh, even atheistic, uh, it's true to say that we always seem to be reacting against right, yeah. our foundations, reacting against the standard bearer, right. and that is, in so many cases, uh, the the standard bearer of faith, <clears throat> and and certainly when it comes to to Christ. And uh, yes, it's true that uh, in so many cases, I've heard so many people over the years that yeah. they they will. Um, uh, say that they don't have faith, yeah. but their language is full <laughs> of the vestiges and of the flourishes of yeah. faith. That's quite uh, interesting. Because what, what the truth is, is that, uh, uh, yes, we need fact, yes, we need evidence, mm. uh, but we also can't live without faith. Right. I mean, I need to have faith to know that the technicians uh, in <laughs> Melbourne are going to you know, help us to stay on air here in Adelaide across <laughs> exactly. the country. Even the chair is sitting on, hey, yes. you had to have faith that it's going to hold you, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of faith for anyone who's, who could could see me right now. <laughs> That's a lot of faith, right. uh, you know. Or, or for that matter, when we go up into the air, yeah, yeah got to yeah. have faith in the skills and the ability mm. of those in the control tower, those who are in the cockpit yeah. of the aircraft. Wow. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we are awash with the need for faith. You, you can't have life. You can't have love yeah. without leaning upon and leaning into. Uh, the need for trust and the need for faith. Yeah, yes. that's, that's quite interesting. Mm. And that also reminds me of a, uh, a ministry that I follow from time to time uh, called Little Light Studios. Mm. Uh, it's a ministry of young people who um, actually wanted to move away from faith, go to Hollywood and make it big, but then only to come back and say, no way. <laughs> so then they started their own ministry just to uh, expose some of the um, dark, force, or dark uh, things that are associated with the films, uh, and uh, and uh, one of the things that they highlight often is the uh, the uh, the storyline in most mm. of these uh, films. Take well, we could say that they are taken straight from scripture because <laughs> uh, some of the themes about the apocalypse, apocalypse, um, at the end of the world, and uh, the savior, and all that. The, there are mm. themes also that come from scripture. Yes, this uh, is true. fascinating. Yeah. It, it really is. It really is fascinating, isn't it? That yeah. uh, all of these themes, the greatest themes, the yes. most fascinating and riveting stories, yes. uh, all center in the story of stories. Yes, and it's the story of the great controversy, the great conflict between right. good and evil, between Christ and Satan. Not Satan too, yeah, <laughs> but just it. between Christ and Satan. That's right. And uh, you know, just just very quickly, I just want to say that uh, uh, that opening story was really interesting yeah. uh, because it's seems like there's always those who are prognosticating this idea that, hey, World War Three is on the horizon, mm. and, and they will talk about it from a faith-based perspective, let yes. alone from a technical or from a uh, military or historical right. perspective, etc. Um, so, what are we to make of that? Yeah. Uh, you know, biblically speaking, the Bible nowhere talks about uh, specifically a yes. World War Three. I That's mean, right. it doesn't talk about World War One. Exactly. It doesn't talk about specifically directly World War Two. Yes. But what it does talk about <clears throat> is the fact that uh, wars uh, and rumors of wars will mm. abound and increase mm. uh, with severity and intensity like a, like yes. a woman in childbirth until the coming of Christ. But these are just the end, uh, sorry, the beginning. The beginning. The of, beginnings of sorrows, of yeah. sorrows yeah. Uh, let alone of the, you know, the end. The end is still yet to come. That's right. Uh, you know, the Bible does talk about you know, a, a last great conflagration or great battle that will take place. In Revelation 16, it talks about that. Yes. You know, how that uh, uh, the spirit of delusion uh, yes. and of the devil and uh, of false prophet mm. will will call together and band together the kings of the earth to the great battle yeah. uh, of the Lord uh, of the, the day of the Lord Almighty right. uh, and uh, often called the Battle of Armageddon uh-huh. uh, but 
you know, maybe this is a topic for another time, <laughs> but, but the point of that battle is that it's a spiritual battle. It's a mm. battle for the heart and for the mind. Yes. Uh, and in fact, every war has always been about the heart and the mind. It just yes. happens to also take place in the physical realm. But this war is almost entirely about a battle for the heart and the mind. That's quite fascinating. Uh, and that, uh, that battle of Armageddon uh, yes. is uh, actually, in, in Hebrew, the battle of Hamageddon. Right. Uh, and Hamageddon is... Yes. Yeah, you know, the mountain of Megiddo, that mountain that loomed up above the valley of Megiddo, uh, mm. there in, in Israel. Yes. Uh, and that mountain, of course, was where, um, is what we call Mount Carmel. Right. <laughs> That's right. where uh, Elijah met, uh, with the prophets of Baal. Huh. And uh, and God prevailed mm, in that battle, mm, uh, mm. but it was a battle to win over yes. uh, the hearts, the desensitized and and uh, uh, I guess uh, hardened, uh, calloused hearts yeah. of the Israelites who had gone astray, yes. and God was wooing them back and opening their eyes to see just how much of a miasma, how much of a uh, uh, of a really. Um, a delusion yes. that they've been caught up with by following Baal. Wow. Uh, and in the end, <clears throat> those who chose God uh-huh. prevailed and overcame. Those who didn't, well, you know, they, they succumbed to their own uh, deception, their own delusion. That's right. Uh, and so in the last great battle, with, mm-hmm. there will be a last great battle. Yes. But we're not looking for a World War Three. No, we're not. We're, we're, we're not. looking <laughs> to see whose side are we going to be on. That's right. What's now, the mark of the man or the woman that we are? Are we exactly. going to be on God's side? Are we going to be on the, the self-deluded side of not Satan too, but Satan <laughs> one. one. That's right. <laughs> yes. Now, some people, Pastor, uh, have heard, um, have heard, and some people have attempted to read some of these apocalyptic writings, which speak mm. about the Armageddon. Yes. You know, the battle that is coming, the battle for the mind, um, uh, even how the world would end. Mm. Uh, and uh, a lot of people have been fascinated about this, and um, but yet they say, well, these apocalyptic books are too scary. And they say, you know, sh- should we truly read them? Or are these just, you know, I guess things not to worry about, maybe things of the future or other people say, ah, maybe these are things of the past. Maybe as we, maybe we can pray. Mm. And then maybe as we start the study, you can help us understand, uh, 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 whether we should be scared of these uh, or whether actually these are wonderful things to read so we may know uh, uh, when these things come to pass so we may believe. Uh, all right. So that's, that's very exciting because this whole idea of the war and, 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 and the end times is, is something that is fascinating a lot of people. It but, sure is. But people then become very scared and skeptical <laughs> yes. of the actual books that mm. speaks about the reality of what's going to happen. So maybe let's pray. Uh, you can help us with prayer if that's okay. Sure thing. Yeah, and we'll continue. Mm. Hey, let's pray. Father, just want to thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy, your kindness, that you're the Lord of life. You've given us every breath that we breathe, every pulse that beats within our body. Father, every thought wave that's within our minds, from the time of, of when we're little right through to the, the time of our last, our last breath, mm. that, Lord, you are with us every step of the way, and that, Lord, you even have a plan, a plan you've enacted a plan that you have rolled out at great cost to yourself, uh, a plan to save us even from death and the grave. And, and that, of course, has been made possible through the one, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came and lived amongst us mm. and overcame uh, the, the challenges that we face, uh, but also overcame death and the grave and rose again and is coming again in great victory one day soon. And Lord, that's the whole purpose and focus of today's message really is to, to, to look beyond 
the issues of the world in which we're living and, and some of the terrifying things that, that cause a lot of fear and look with faith, with the eyes of faith to, to you, Lord Jesus, and your great coming for us one day soon. So, Father, we pray that, yeah, look, we might be shaking, but we pray not be shaking with fear, but shaking mm-hmm. with excitement at the thought mm-hmm. of the plans and uh-huh. the hopes and aspirations and dreams that you have for us. So, uh, Lord, we ask for this as we, as we open up your word and as we uh, continue here in the air in Jesus' name. Amen. amen and amen. So, dear friend, if you want to contribute to the discussion, I see some people have written already. <laughs> Please do so on 04888-80811. Uh, send us your prayer requests, your comments, your questions, uh, and uh, your two cents worth of uh, comment uh, onto the discussion. Once again, the number is 04888-80811. And uh, while we are waiting for you to... Uh, Start, uh, I guess, sending in some messages and letting us know where you're listening from. I uh, would like to also uh, inform you that we do have a really good giveaway today, which is uh, on this very topic uh, and, and a few other topics, actually. A wonderful book written by Mark Finley. I will uh, let you know how to get that free offer sometime soon, but you will need that number. So keep that number, 04888. So let's start off with a song to set the stage, and then we'll come on to the discussion. Uh, the song here is Speak, O Lord, by Keith and uh, Kristen Gritty. I believe that's how you pronounce the name, but hey, here is the song. Enjoy it and stay tuned. We'll be right back.
program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A, with uh, Fabiano here in the studio, together with Pastor Hugh. Uh, and um, Hugh is a regular on the radio program and a uh, faithful student of the Bible. And I enjoy, uh, you know, digging deeper in Scripture uh, from time to time as we uh, discuss on, on rather interesting topic and some of which we've never, I guess, uh, not that we haven't thought, I mean, thought about them, but but the angle of which we take some of these uh, are quite interesting ways to actually approach some of these topics. But hey, nevertheless, we believe that the Bible has answers. And that's what we've always found all the time. And so today, the theme is the Bible, Jesus, and the end times. And the question of which we're answering is the apocalyptic books. Should they scare me? So that's really a question. And I know mm. that there might be people out there listening and wondering, oh, these books, you know, they talk about the beast and stuff. Should they really scare us? That's the question. Now, in the song of which we have just uh, listened to, beautiful song, we, you know, there, there, there's this line that says, um, uh, speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take your truth planted deep in us, shape and fashion us in your likeness. And truly, that is really uh, 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 the purpose of this uh, program is to uh, uh, allow the word of God to speak to us mm. and the word of God to take root in us so we may grow and be uh, shaped and molded into the likeness of Christ as we prepare for the soon return of Christ. And those who are listening who may not be a people of faith, at least by uh, God's grace, that truth can speak to their heart and speak to the uh, uh, greatest needs of today and hopefully by God's grace be transformed by mm. God's word. And so, Pastor Hugh, as we look at these apocalyptic apocalyptic books, they're part of the Bible. And, well, should they scare us? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, and it's one that uh, for some of our listeners, you'd be thinking, well, why would I be scared of the Bible? Mm. Uh, is there anything in the Bible to be scared of? Other listeners would be saying, well, you know, may- maybe <laughs> there is. Uh, but, you know, look, uh, it reminds me years ago uh, that I was uh, still in school. Uh, still very quite young and I had not long in fact become a Christian it's quite a story to that I think I may have shared this before my testimony on the air maybe more than once but uh, I won't I won't do that today you can check it out on Faith FM website and uh, see if you can find that testimony there uh, but uh, long story short I'd come to Christ it was the Best years of my life already by that stage, but once I came to Christ, and they've only gotten better as the years have rolled on, right. despite the challenges that we face, That's because good. we have someone who's with us all the way. But you know what? I met a young lady uh, there at school. Uh, we pay- became good friends. Uh, now, she was very interesting because she was someone who was also a Christian, but she hadn't become a Christian of her own volition. Wow. Uh, rather, instead, she'd grown up in a home where Christianity was embedded into everything, but it was at the same time, and please don't get me wrong in saying this, sometimes faith can be something we receive in a relationship with Christ. Other times it can be kind of forced upon us mm. by those around us. Yeah. Uh, and that's no, never how it was supposed to be. That's right. Um, it's supposed to be part of a love relationship yes. with the Lord. Yes. Now, now this, this lovely young lady, however, um, she ha- was growing up in a home where those in her household and other households like hers, uh, they had uh, eschewed, they had said, look, no, no, we're not going to have anything to do with modern technology at all. Wow. Uh, we, we're not going to listen to any other viewpoints in terms of what the Bible says. Wow. Uh, you know, we're not going to, in other words, uh, be open to to uh, growing and, and uh, wrestling with the Scripture with others outside of our own households. Wow. And 
in fact, uh, in in that kind of cloistered environment, yeah. uh, had there been built up quite a bit of fear with regards yeah. to, at least amongst the young people, with regards to the apocalyptic literature within the scriptures. Wow. The, the, the uh, prophetic parts of the Bible that talk about yeah. the end times, that talk about God's revelations mm. for the future. And I, I distinctly recall one day uh, where this came up, and uh, <clears throat> she said to me, what do you think about the book of Revelation? <laughs> I said, I love that book. It's the greatest <laughs> book. It's because it, it, it's a book that, that helps me in a relationship with Jesus, and it tells wow. me about the future he has for me. Yes. And, and she said, oh, I'm so scared of that book. I am absolutely terrified of that book. I, I don't want to know anything more about that book. I said, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, are you serious? And she said, yes, yes, I am. And I said, well, why? She said, yeah. well, because it's full of beasts and, and full of uh, plagues and yeah. fire falling from the sky and and blood and, 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 and all sorts of strange images and so on taking place, bloodied waters and so on. And, uh, and I said, well, yeah, sure, some of that's in there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for you sure. Know, um, but a lot of it's symbolic. Yes. A lot of it does point to things that which, which will occur upon the earth mm. uh, that will be the work of the enemy or yes. that will come about because of the choices that we've made. Mm. Yeah, you know, some really self-centered, selfish, hard-headed, hard-hearted choices that we've yes. made and the results of that. But I love the book because the book of Revelation is, is a book that reveals mm. Jesus Christ. Wow. I okay. love Revelation because it's the revelation of the one I love. Wow. And the one who loves me most and best, and that's Jesus. Right. And she said, really? How is that possible? I know. I know. How is this possible, right? But but there are yeah. Even within Christendom, yes, there are those who who are afraid of this book and don't want to open its pages mm. because they're worried as to what they're going to find there. The images can often terrify them. And yes. look, I, I understand. I think we can all understand why uh, that might be uppermost in people's thoughts. But but look, it is a revelation of Jesus. Let me just share yeah. with you the opening portion Wonderful. of the book of Revelation. It, it says here yep. uh, in Revelation chapter 1, let me just turn there uh, to Revelation 1. It says this. Many people think it's the revelation of John. No, it was a revelation to John That's right. of things that were to come in the future. Okay. Um, but it's a revelation. It says the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. Mm. Um, he, he made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw. That is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Mm. And then he gives a promise and a blessing. Right. And there's actually seven blessings, a sevenfold blessing to those wow. who read the book of Revelation. So, okay. hey, you, you want to read the book of Revelation because it's a blessing to those That's who right. do. And so it says here in verse 3, Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Uh, the time is near for what? No, yes. not the time is near for fear and retribution and, and worry and anxiety. No, no, no. Yes. The time is near for uh, the coming of our Lord Jesus. That's the focus. Amen. He's the focus of mm. the book of Revelation. In fact, yes. the next several verses go on to talk about yes. what it's going to be like when he comes. That's right. Um, so, look, um, <clears throat> the apocalyptic books, ap- apocalypsis, or yes. it really just refers to uh, a revealing, an unveiling. All right. And so it's a revealing of Jesus and of his wonderful dreams and aspirations and hopes and plans for our lives mm. in the future. In spite of yes. the the things that are happening in the world yes. and the unraveling of things militarily, technologically, uh, environmentally, uh, politically, socially, uh, mm. and so on, yeah, sure, all of that's happening. 
Yes. And, and we've had a big part to play in that, by the way. Yes. But God says, despite all that, I'm going to come in and I'm going to take all of these ashes and turn them into something beautiful. Mm. I'm going to come alongside of you and I'm going to show you uh, how it is that I'm going to allow for you to overcome and be saved despite these things and saved through them wow. uh, rather than uh, to be lost because of them. So, so yeah. it's, it's a wonderful book. Anyone yes. that is worried about the future – Anyone that's reading about Satan 2, that missile that you talked about the stuff, <laughs> anyone who's worried about World War Three, what's going to happen in Ukraine, nuclear war, yes. worried about you know what's going to happen in terms of uh, climate change and so mm. on, uh, what kind of future are we giving to our children? <clears throat> if you want hope for the future, yes. you need to read uh, yes. the book of Revelation. You need Wonderful. to read the book of Daniel and the other apocalyptic books of the Bible to find Wonderful. the hope. Yes. Uh, that God has for us. It's a real haven for those who are looking for a better future than the one that we can that we that we can see with the limited vision that we have. That's right. And, and one of the things too that I will add there, Pastor Hugh, is that uh, when we read any book, it's always good to read the beginnings, isn't it? Mm. Uh, just just read the introduction, and so you know what the book is all about. And <laughs> here it is. You have pointed it out, really. The very first line is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And yes. so that's quite fascinating to see that, uh, this book that reveals who Christ is and obviously, uh, what is about to happen, um, becomes the book that, you know, some people can be scared of. Mm. But, but obviously this is not, uh, maybe of their own doing. Maybe there has been, uh, misinterpretations or maybe people have not yet taken time to, uh, look at it properly. But, you know, I can imagine, yes, if you just turn to Revelation 13, for example, and you're hearing about a beast coming out of the sea, if you haven't looked at the context and the introduction of the book, you probably wonder, <laughs> what is this all about? So, mm. but, but definitely, I think that is the key. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is really the introduction and uh, the uh, the um, the premise, really, to the to the actual book. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, fascinating stuff. Uh, Any more? Uh, yeah, look, I think it's important to note that yes. uh, Jesus says some things in the Gospels as well. Yes. In each of the Synoptic Gospels, in Matthew 24, right. in Mark 13, and Luke 21, we find in each of these passages yes. references uh, by Jesus to the calamitous signs that are going to fall upon the earth. That's right. But he always distinguishes between those who not so much are taken unawares, although yes. there will be those who, who perhaps fit that uh, because they have uh, chosen uh-huh. not to make themselves aware oh, yes. but but uh, those who have uh, rejected his hope for the future mm. uh, and have uh, instead opted to to try and yes. uh, just i guess continue along the path that that's led to so much of the the woes and, and issues in the world today right. and those who put their faith and trust in him even okay. whilst living in this world yes. um, and so uh, just for an example of that you'll find in um, in the gospel of Matthew yes it says here that uh, Jesus says uh, verse 21, he says, For then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. Is this Matthew 24? That's Matthew 24, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and likewise, over in uh, Luke chapter 21, right. uh, he says something very similar along the same sort of lines. He says there's going to be signs in the heavens uh, and uh, moon and stars on the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Yes. And certainly, we face a lot of anxiety and perplexity about the the, the great big messy ball of yarn that uh, of of all the yes. uh, uh, many 
interrelated problems we face environmentally and yes. socially and, and politically and so on. Mm. Uh, and he says, men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on wow. the world. Uh, and, and when they see what's happening uh, in terms of nature, for the yes. heavenly bodies will be shaken. Yes. But then he goes on, he says, at that time, right. they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, yes. stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Wow. You know, so when we see these things happening in the world, uh, we can take heart, not lose heart. Uh-huh. We can take heart knowing that uh, Jesus has, has uh, got this too. Jesus died for our sin. He died uh, to provide us life and eternal life, but he also has given us uh, hope for the future and, and has uh, provided us with a rescue plan. Wonderful. Jesus is coming Again, uh, and so this should, uh, when we see these things, we should lift up our heads and not yes. be downcast yes. because we know that our redemption, we know the one who's going to come and redeem and rescue us wow. is on the horizon as well. That's good. Yes. Now, I see that some people have written to us. Annette, thank you for tuning in and um, just uh, like to, I guess, uh, engage with those who are listening to us and just say, hey, what are some of the questions that you've had regarding the book Revelation? What are some of the uh, scary things uh, that uh, you haven't, I guess, come to terms to terms with? And maybe certain things that you have not yet resolved. Maybe we might be able to touch a bit on that uh, on this radio program. Uh, if not, we may be able to uh, uh, share with you an article or a book, or, or we might be able to uh, uh, answer that, that question uh, after this radio program. But yes, please do. Uh, send in your questions regarding the apocalypse, the, the apocalyptic bo- uh, books. Uh, now, Pastor Hugh, I'm also wondering, there are those obviously who have, um, read about beasts, the waters, the woman sitting on the, uh, on the fiery red dragon and, and all that. And, and, and maybe, you know, if they knew how to approach, um, the book itself, uh, maybe that might help. And I've wondered whether there are keys that one could maybe uh, employ, or maybe we could look at this after the break as well. Uh, but these are some of the things maybe that we could touch on that may help people understand uh, that uh, actually there is a way to read the book uh, and uh, be able to make sense of, um, you know, at least get the message uh, uh, that that uh, that uh, that is coming from the, the chapters themselves. So maybe these are some of the things we could touch on uh, after the break, or or unless if you wanted to quickly go into that. Uh, um, but but those are some of the things maybe we may want to explore. Yes, uh, I think perhaps, yeah. perhaps when we come back from the break, okay, after the break, because yes. then of course, uh, yeah, I just want to encourage our listeners to stay yes. tuned. Yes, listen to this song that's going to come up, Amen. But, but also to that's right. um, to know that when we come back from the break, we're going to yes. be talking about the antidotes and the solutions that Jesus has to some of the most messy Mm. uh, and uh, uh, intractable problems that that seem impossible to solve in the world today, but he does have the solution. Amen. Amen. And so, friends, thank you you for tuning in once again. This is the Faith FM Draft Time Program, and we are glad that you have tuned in. And I would like to encourage you once again to interact with us. The number which you need is the number 04888-80811. And we are discussing the question, apocalyptic books. Should they scare me? That's really the question. And from what Pastor Hugh has shared already, actually, the book of Revelation, the one that most people tend to be afraid of, is a rev- it's a revealing of Christ. And so there's more that is coming after the break. But we want you to stick around because after this, we're going to share something exciting and let you know how to get that free giveaway. So please stay with us. 
Take Faith FM on the go with the free Faith FM app, available for Apple and Android. And here's the song, Hearts on Fire, uh, one, uh, uh, a song written by Andy McLeod on uh, the album Hearts on Fire, a song about the sons of the times. So enjoy, my friend, and after the break, we'll be right back. Daily in the papers, war rumbles in the land. Global insecurity and finance troubles man. A paper called the Sunday becomes worldwide command. A time of trouble enters, such as never known.
Welcome back, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in to Faith FM. We've spoken, we've spoken about the free giveaway and this is the book End Time Hope by Mark Finley. A book that I believe is worth having. Uh, it really speaks to today's topic and many other, uh, topics which have been covered during this week. You know, as we look around the world, there's a lot of, uh, Devastating things really happening, such as terrorist threats, school violence, devastating uh, tornadoes, a shaky economy, the rising nuclear threat in Iran and North Korea. You know, it's enough to frighten anybody unless you understand what's behind today's headlines. This book provides answers to the confusing dilemma this world is facing. You will experience hope as you read each chapter, as we explore what Bible says about what is really going on in our world. And so, friend, the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel, will come alive. They, 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 they will reveal uh, um, where we are headed and we will find Christ right there in the center and uh, 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 we will be able to see how Jesus will help lead his children home. A beautiful book that you must have. If you are interested in this copy, my friend, it is free for you. But all you have to do is send in the code word. That is all you have to do. And the number is 488 11. The code word, however, which you need to send to that phone number, the code word is SA105. If you do that, the Faith FM bot will reply asking for your details. So please do send in that code word, SA, as in the abbreviation South, for South Australia, SA, and then 105. So friends, thank you for tuning in. We are here in the studios of Faith FM in South Australia with Pastor Hugh in the studio as he's leading us in understanding this topic of today, Apocalyptic Books Should They Scare Me? Under the theme, The Bible, Jesus, and the End Times. Before I, had, I come back to Pastor Hugh, I just wanted to li- remind our listeners that actually the prophet Amos did say in uh, and did write, uh, and we read this in his book, Amos chapter 3 verse 7, uh, where he says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. And interestingly uh, enough, in the same verse which we looked at as Pastor Hugh was sharing there, we read that this revelation of Jesus Christ was actually given to uh, uh, him, that is actually Christ, to show to his mm-hmm. servants things which must certainly come uh, to take place. And interestingly, we found in that book that he says that, and he sent it and signified it. In the sense, actually, the Greek word, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Hugh, but it, 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 we, we get the understanding that this was actually put in a in, in, a, in almost like a symbolic form or fashion. Uh, and so that is why, yes, that's you, know, right. uh, it, you know, certain things appear a certain way, mm. but actually, mm. this is a revealing of Christ. But before I take his thunder, <laughs> let me come back to Pastor Hugh <laughs> and, uh, and ask him to uh, help us understand this further. Should we be scared? How should we understand this book? You know, uh, what is, what, give us hope, Pastor yes, Hugh, as look, we, it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty hard to steal thunder when, when we're talking about a topic that has plenty of thunder and lightning. <laughs> uh, some people find it very, very frightening. But the fact of the matter is that uh, when we see these things happening, we can have hope knowing Amen. that these are not the end. These right. are, these are signs of the end. Right. But, but ultimately we 
find our our future and our hope and meaning and purpose in the one who will help us to overcome Amen. and give us a new beginning. Uh, so the end is not necessarily the end for those who have their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, Amen. now look, years ago, I was, and this is just by way of, of showing just how much we can rely upon yes. the scriptural text. Years ago, I was, in fact, about 20 years ago almost now, okay. uh, I was a lecturer at uh, Prince of Songkhla University uh, to master's students there. Yes. And uh, it was at the Environmental Management Studies uh, uh, stream. Yes. And so <clears throat> there in that, uh, that department, that faculty actually, uh, they uh, had three different presenters. Mm. So they had uh, someone who was representing, well, what's the uh, Islamic understanding of these things? What's the Buddhist understanding of these things? What's the Christian understanding of these things? And, and what should we expect with regards to environmental, yeah. uh, the environmental question, destruction, how does God see uh, uh, our role to play as stewards of the earth and so on. Yeah. And look, there was plenty of material to turn to in the Bible, but what, what really struck me was that in the uh, Traptika or, mm. or in the uh, Quran, that either one of those texts uh, didn't really seem to have a whole lot, at least in terms of what was presented, uh, to say about environmental destruction. Okay. Uh, or to say about God's plan with regards to environmental destruction. But the Bible has copious amounts of material on that and, right. and what God has to share on that. In fact, Revelation eleven eighteen says that God will destroy those who destroy the earth. That's right. Those who are destroying themselves, destroying others, doing irreparable harm to our planet, mm. the, the only hope that God's given to us to this point. Yes. Uh, and and he describes there in the book of Revelation places like you know in in Revelation six and and onwards the seven seals the seven trumpets uh, the seven last plagues across there in Revelation fifteen and sixteen yes. uh, he talks about uh, the, the Bible describes these uh, <clears throat> these events in the future yes uh, almost like as if we are reading the newspapers of today as to what what is predicted to happen to the seas and right. to the rivers and to the uh, and to the air and to the to the land uh, and and the kind of destruction that we should expect to take mm. place environmentally yes. uh, all of which has come about because of our miscalculations and also because of our greed and yes. rapaciousness in, in what we've done to the planet. Yes. Now, why do I mention all of this? Well, I mention this because by the end of the various presentations that we shared, guess who got 90% of the questions from those, those postgraduate students? Would it, uh, would it, be, it, it was me. You? It was <laughs> me, yeah. Not because of me, but because of the Word of God. Right. Because it was so compelling uh, in that it had so much to share uh, prophetically and compellingly about the future, huh. like as if it was there, but it was written thousands of years ago. Wow. And, and the students realized that this is a book of authority. This is mm. a book that has answers. And so they, uh, they applied... Ninety percent or more of their questions towards myself, yes. uh, and and for good reason. Now, the good news in all of this is that, like I've just mentioned, God has a plan. <clears throat> he is going to bring about a day where you know, the, these uh, uh, those who destroy the earth uh, will no longer have the opportunity to do so, mm. uh, and so rampant and ongoing destruction will not last forever. Okay. Oh, uh, and all the pain know. and heartache that, that happens uh, in the world today. But also that he has a plan that leads to the following. In Revelation 21 yes. and 22, those two last two chapters of the Bible, right. he says this in the beginnings of chapter 21. He says, Then I saw a new heaven okay. and a new earth. Right. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. <laughs> I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Right. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men, you know, in other words, humanity. Yes. Uh, and, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Right. He shall wipe 
every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor mourning, nor crying, nor pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And so that's the great hope that we have for the future. So the book of Revelation, yes, it is very very clear-eyed and it is very open and honest about the results and the consequences of the choices, the terrible uh, choices we've made and the calamities that result from them upon ourselves and upon our planet in a whole litany of ways. Yes. But it also points out that, that God is not going to leave us to just wallow in a pit of despair. Mm. He has, in fact, himself come and been pierced, the Lord Jesus Christ pierced and uh, and despised and rejected mm. and, and and crucified, but has won the victory, risen again mm. in, uh, over, the de- over death and the grave, yeah. and ultimately has, as he says at different points in the book of Revelation, he says, Behold, you know, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning mm. and the end, the first yes. and the last. I hold the keys of death and Hades mm. in my hand, and so wow. so he is able to. He has the key to unlock. That's right. Uh, you know that that terrible lock that's on us, uh, the, the the terrible padlock it seems yes. of uh, <clears throat> of the way the the world and the way the, way the world is going. Yeah. As so many people would say to Helena Handbasket, but but <laughs> but God is. God has, through Jesus, provided the solution and the answer, and that he is coming yes. to collect his children. You know, mm. coming back to the Gospels, Jesus says, yes. uh, this time reading from Mark 13, right. he says that uh, how dreadful it will be in those days, uh, because those will be days of distress, unequaled from the beginning when God created the world until now, and never to be equaled again. But then he says this, if the Lord had not cut those or will not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. So in other words, he's saying, Jesus is saying, uh, I'm not going to allow those days to be unending. I'm, I'm going to bring them to a merciful uh, halt. I'm going to, to keep them relatively short uh, because I'm going to intervene on your behalf and rescue you uh, from the the terrible times uh, that uh, we can see unfolding in front of us mm. uh, upon the planet due to you know, the, the many uh, the many terrible choices that that we ourselves have made. But he also says this. He says that uh, at that time. You will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and he shall send, verse 27 of Mark 13, he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the, uh, to the ends of the heavens. So in other words, he is coming for you and me. <clears throat> all those who've chosen him, who are his chosen. That's good. Uh, yeah, we, we've, we in turn, he, he's chosen us all, really. Yes. But many of us reject yeah, his sadly, choice of us. Sadly. But those who in turn respond and say, yes, I, I choose you who first chose me. Wonderful. I love you who first loved me, yes. who died to save me. Uh, he's coming for you and for me to Amen. extricate us Amen. from the mess that we see playing out in so many different ways uh, in the world today. Uh, but he also says something else, just, just uh-huh. very quickly. He uh-huh. says something else here. He says that that uh, as we read, uh, as we read of what he has said here, that uh, uh, this is what the prophet Daniel speaks of. Right. Yeah, and we should understand that. Okay. And so he says this in Mark, he says this in, in Matthew, Matthew 24, Mark 13. Yes. And in Daniel, we read about uh, a beast power okay. that's also spoken of in Revelation that shall re- uh, wreak terrible destruction, that shall trample down upon many people's rights, uh, but and that will also uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, cause a, a great deal of persecution on, on many 
faithful people right. uh, who are just going about their everyday lives and, and trying to do what's right and just in God's eyes. Uh, but he points this out. He says that uh, God is going to bring into judgment. We so often get worried about judgment. Yeah. But uh, his focus is upon judging uh, the uh, the evil doing powers, if you will, yes. of this age. Yes. Uh, to in order to vindicate and rescue uh, his his uh, his righteous. And so, in Daniel seven, he talks about this this beast power that uh, will uh, wage war against uh, the saints or against God's people. Mm. Uh, that will trample down truth. That will devour many. Uh, that will speak against God and try to do all sorts of terrible things. In fact, even changing times and laws. Uh, but then he says in verse 26, he says, but the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. And then the sovereignty, power and greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints, the people of the most high. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom and all rulers will worship and obey him. And wow. so the good news is <clears throat> that we know how the story ends. Mm, and it's, that's good. It's a, it's a good ending. It's a happy ending. Hell yeah. Because uh, uh, at the end of it all, uh-huh. God will intervene. He will step in and uh, he will... Uh, bring judgment upon those who've caused so much heartache and pain upon this planet recalcitrantly, stubbornly, mm-hmm. unrepentantly, uh, and we move them off the scene yes. and rescue those who say repentantly, I don't want anything to do with that that pathway any longer, any Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my faith and trust in you. Wow. You're the only one I can really trust. Amen. Uh, I'm going to go your way. And and he, he will rescue those uh, who are his. And so I would just encourage our listeners yeah. that um, that – uh, the apocalyptic works of the Bible, the prophecies of the Bible of the end times, yes. they're not something to run away from or be scared of. Mm. Many times we read there that uh, that God says, you know, blessed is the one who reads, blessed yes. is the one who understands, blessed is the one who who takes to heart or who hears the words of these prophecies. Right. But it also says many, many a time, mm. fear not. Amen. Be not yeah. afraid. Yeah. Let not your heart fail you for fear. That's right. Uh, and in fact, all the way through the Bible, in many other parts of Scripture, in fact, 366 times, wow. God says, fear not. That's good. Yeah, and, and the reason why? Because I'm the Lord your God. Oh, yeah, I'm that's with good. you. <laughs> so let's put our trust in him. Let's Amen. give our lives over to him. And uh, we'll know that he's got uh, everything in hand uh, and uh, in those nail-scarred hands. Mm. And uh, in fact, that uh, we, we have nothing to fear for the future uh, as we put our faith and trust in Jesus, who holds the future and holds our lives in his hands. Praise God, praise God. So there you go, my friend. The apocalyptic books, should they scare me? Definitely not. No. This is the revelation of Christ, right? This mm. is the beautiful message where God is actually uh, uh, seeking to actually draw us much closer to him by saying, hey, I have the future in my hands. Mm. Uh, I understand what's coming. I can tell you um, the end from the beginning, uh, things which have not yet uh, come to pass, and uh, really inviting us to trust in him. And when we see these things come to pass, hey, you can say, wow, God has spoken about this through his prophets. We can see it. Wonderful, wonderful good news. So, And I really yeah. encourage our listeners furthermore, uh-huh. uh, Fabiano, that uh, that they pursue this further and yes. that they start to read these parts of the Bible mm-hmm. uh, and that they reach out to us and yes. say, look, let's, uh, w- with the various questions that you have, let's yeah. explore them together and, and let God shed light uh, on uh, the hope that he has for our future. That's right. Shall we pray together? 
Father in heaven, we are so thankful that we have your word, which is a lamp unto our feet. And Father, we pray that as we study these parts of scripture, that uh, we may be enlightened and that we may understand your will for us uh, today and that we also may be drawn much closer to Jesus like never before. Father, we believe that there is wonderful truth which uh, can be found in these uh, parts of scripture, which uh, uh, for some reason some have... um, uh, uh, have uh, found a bit uh, uncomfortable. But we know that your word from Genesis to Revelation is a living word and uh, uh, one that is trustworthy. Father, be with us, lead us and guide us, and may we all find time uh, and uh, and uh, 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 may we all be uh, 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 encouraged to actually study your word. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Trust in oh.